Welcome to Talking in Stations. It's Matterall here with Rundle. How you doing, Rundle? Good. Welcome uh, to the show, everyone. Rundle on Nighter. And uh, we have Gregorin with us. Evening. It is April 12th, and uh, we'll pick up on these headlines here. Looks like uh, Swarm lost some super capitals over to NC Dots. They were being traded over in previous weeks and uh, it was quite quite a fleet that got moved over it was over a trillion with a trillion being pegged to prices a few months ago so uh, of course prices for supers are in flux so a million sorry one trillion isk in capital ships moving from goonswarm to nc dot doesn't seem like a big deal that would be just about 10 titans now but this was at a time when the Isk was different. Well, let's have a look. There's like 41 ships. Yeah. It's a lot. It's not just like a couple. It's 41 of these things. Yeah, Super yeah. Super caps why, and titans. So when I think of like a, a trillion Isk in titans, it's only 10, but yeah, this is a ton of ships. So this guy, whoever he was, is 1.06. Um, he put out a list of ships. Can see here how many ships were they 41 41 ships wow and these are all yeah. super capitals or titans yeah so this was happening over time and then the second set of uh screenshots are really each individual ship to show it's all the contracts yeah and yeah. uh many of these uh well almost all of them are rigged and some of them are even fit fully fit mm -hmm. uh, i didn't see one that wasn't rigged so they're all rigged and uh, onward and upward from there. If you keep scrolling, you'll get into some fit, some fitted ones. That's a quite incredible amount. This one has a sign out, so that was definitely a while ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Well, you can see the date on all the contract screenshots. Well, this date issued is actually recently. Uh, I don't like So the whole I still have had a Sino fit from back when that was possible. Yeah. I mean, these are all March so far. They're all threes, 21s. So this is recent. Yeah. I saw, well, a, February, I saw a, fe a couple of February 21st in here. Well, February, March is still recent. I mean, it's all post yeah, in two. Last That's, few months. Yeah. 25 more. Yep. Well, how big a deal is this, Rundle? Like, put it in perspective for us. Well, okay, so there's 41 ships, right? And so if you look at kind of the number of super caps or titans that get lost in a typical battle, if uh, the times we've had the super caps fights, right, we're talking, you know, a handful each side. I think I've seen a report where one side alone has only lost like 41 titans total. But this individual managed to completely move 41 titans and super capitals from one side to the other. So they're not blown up. It's just a complete transfer of assets. Fine, the ISK exchanged hands, but you can't fight with ISK uh, until you reinvest it. And so from a perspective point of view, it is, it's, it's like re-enabling uh, a number of pilots instantly to be able to fight the next big battle to chew down keep stars. These super caps specifically are, are a main element in the keep star battles. 
and sodios and all the other stuff they they sit and they uh, on a on tether on a fortazar or something and they send out their their fighters and they chew down these big structures um quite quickly relatively speaking and so 41 of these things um is enough to take down another station and continue the destruction and uh, yeah it's it's a it's a big swing in um uh what's what i'm looking for it's a big swing in um in in the ability to fight at that level this is uh fun in terms of function, it has a similar effect on the war to the Imperium losing a fleet of that many supers. Well, like at forty-one, not a not whole fleet. That's forty-one. I'm thinking something like uh, a similar result to that Enho fight or the forty-nine tack fight. Yeah, so 41 supers basically, and some titans switching sides, it, it not only uh, puts you at a negative 41, it also is a plus 41 for your enemies. Not not right. um, just like losing them, but you're actually switching sides, which is twice so as the, good. Yeah, there's some, there's some different reports out there. So if you look at um, on the, the Pappy side, these are losses. Pappy has lost um, about 112... Uh, super carriers and titans the imperium have lost i'm doing the math really quickly about 98 it's fairly close this one transaction it represents uh you know 40 percent of those losses in a transaction where they move from one side to the other uh the last numbers i have was imperium lost 41 super carriers and 43 titans on the pappy side so those numbers are really close to the amount of of titans or super carriers that were moved here so it's like that exact number just moved to the other side. Yeah, I think uh, so. They weren't just stolen or anything. These things were purchased off contracts. Uh, so somebody had a yeah. character um, inside of Goon Swarm. Go the ahead. guy, if you look at his Reddit post, his story that he tells is that he uh, had gotten tired of Goon Swarm after well, all of his friends had left and. So first, he did wasn't happy with how they handled the Pittsburgh incident, and then but he stayed around because his friends were there. So after his friends left, uh, he ended up uh, deciding to do this on his way out, and he is now in Northern Coalition. Yeah. Now, normally this kind of thing gets detected right away. Um, they'll see somebody buying up a bunch of supers, and they'll be like. All right, what's that guy doing? Um, and they, you know, I think they pay attention to that sort of thing, especially in the in in this situation, this most serious situation they've seen. Uh, you want to keep track of uh, contracts and who's buying things, and uh, if somebody is buying a bunch, you want to question that person because of exactly this sort of a thing. So I don't know how he got away with it, but he managed to uh, uh, he managed to kind of go under the radar somehow. Yeah, some of these were private. I'm looking through them. Some of them are open. Some of them are private. I think if they're open, if I remember how the contracts work, if it does have the little private tag in front of it, uh, then that's that he contacted them and you know maybe had access to a list and just contact that person. Said, "Sure, I'll buy your whatever," and then took the private contract. Yeah. 
so the Pittsburgh incident, for those that aren't familiar, happened, uh, I want to say it was about a year ago or a year and a half ago. And um, it was he was an FC that did a lot of work for Imperium. And uh, he was doing some, uh, he did a dread bomb in test space and kind of caused a little bit of a diplomatic situation, I suppose. But um, according to Tess, they didn't care. It was like, it was fine with them. Um, but he didn't react very well by being threatened by leadership in Goon Swarm, I believe. So there was some back and forth. This was not the first time that he'd kind of uh, done some stuff they, that the diplomats or didn't appreciate. His point of view, he was trying to keep everybody entertained, you know, instead of just not fighting all the time. And it was a really interesting time because we looked at it as, oh, here's an FC that wants to provide content for his uh, his guys. And the diplomats are like, we have a stable situation. Don't rock the boat by hunting in territory of our more or less blutral ally test. So it was an interesting situation, but uh, he got thrown out um, by the Matani, wrote him a letter basically saying, pack up and go, essentially, something like that. And Pittsburgh was furious, saying, like, he's never coming back to Imperium unless leadership changes. And so he took off. He ended up in NC Dot. Uh, yeah, he I, was in Trigger Happy for a yeah, while. Yeah, he was in Trigger Happy for a while, then Trigger Happy fell apart, I guess, and he ended up in NC Dot. And uh, he ends up doing in this war a ton of work for NC Dot. And NC Dot is one of the pivotal groups in this. They're really putting in a lot of time, especially US time zone taking down a lot of things and preparing a lot of uh, structures for destruction over the weekend. So Pittsburgh, again, putting in that hard work, um, this time against the Imperium. And so the person who did this bought up all these contracts of supers, these 41 supers, and moved them over to NC. It's a sympathizer of Pittsburgh's. Yeah, so there's some... I think in case there was a couple of people in the audience, like, how does that happen? I... I my guess here is he had a number of characters in the Imperium and he just didn't move them all and he left one or two behind and he used that to then buy them and then he found ways to move them. It wasn't that it was a necessarily a spy where he infiltrated. It was more of the, uh, you know, moved and then, hey, I have an opportunity to extract from the Imperium. Yeah, these were not yeah, stolen, by the way. Let's yeah, see not here. stolen, uh, purchased. These are all were, These are all on contract. So um, the value of, you know, ISK versus the equipment that was retained by the Imperium when they get all the, you know, those players get the money, but the ability to wage war with those 41 supers was removed from the Imperium and placed into NC Dot's hands to be able to use in all the various ways that supers are being currently used right now. Yeah. I mean, we shouldn't make too yeah. big a deal out of it because 41 in the grand scheme of things for the Imperium is not that many. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, every little bit counts, and this is just an un, um, unnecessary loss of them. Uh, but they have, yeah, the thing, sure. The hundreds. thing about them is that uh, because the cost of building supers has, for, has due to last year's mineral changes, exceeded their cost of the value of supers, uh, people haven't really been building a huge amount so the only way to uh, get new supers is to buy them from other people who are 
and the Imperium's uh, route to bring in new supers that they might buy in low sec is cut off right now. So every super that they have, that they're going to have, if they need to defend uh, the one DQ keep stars, it is in- among the supers that they have in there right now. Yeah, but I, I think they have plenty more. I don't know if forty one will mean a lot. Yeah, the they have a huge. They have a huge amount, but that's the most significant thing about this. Yeah, I think it's uh, the only thing, and this is be the last thing on it is that uh, it's so recent, right? Like I, I would have thought that was something that happened because it was a lot of ships. Forty one. I would have thought that happened over a period of four months or something, but no, it happened basically in the last two months. Those things were purchased and moved. That's. That's yeah, a lot, and all the prices because of the recent uh, yeah, those are all the joke. recent changes, right? So these uh, the hells for I'm just like currently at the hells, for example, and they're <laughs> he he purchased them thirteen fourteen billion, and mm. they're now going for forty. So the people yeah. who got them on the <laughs> yeah, other side, that's what I'm thinking guess, too. So there's even a loss of of potential wealth uh, just through the changes, right? That the timing. The timing was magnificent in that regard. Yeah. It's like winning a lottery ticket or buying a lottery ticket and forgetting to look at it. <laughs> Whoops, yeah. I won. This guy bought or a ton of a Bitcoin when it was cheap, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. And, a super, super lucky situation. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Antar Logan's uh, interview with TIS, uh, uh, he mentioned having d- done uh, some something similar to this a few months ago and in the comments on this guy's reddit post uh someone claiming to be antar logan uh also mentions having done the same thing so it might have happened a few times before oh that's a funny little thing so Billy adds uh, in real the reality is the majority of them ended up going to test for srp hulls so that is interesting Okay, and one little uh, last piece that this is uh, this is another informant that's uh, new, so I don't know how uh, how accurate this is, but I, I have heard this by more than one person, so I'll mention it that this has been going on for a while. This is not an isolated incident, uh, so if so, that that would be very interesting because it. it it explains a little more of the equilibrium between the two sides having about the same amount of Titans. And the Imperium had been building a ton before that, a ton. Um, how many they're in possession of now, that's something they know that's not public. But uh, I assume they were well into the thousands of uh, Titans and Supers, so well into the thousands. Okay, let's go to... The next thing is uh, Fraternity and the initiative fight over a Satio. So this is a Fraternity. We're killing an NPC Satio, which dropped uh, the Komodo. So this is up in Garista space. And Actually, I'm pretty sure that they removed the space spawn restrictions from where NPC Satios go. Those Veil of the Silent. Oh, so but it's in the north. Okay. Yeah, Veil vale yeah, is okay. Garista space, but I think... Uh, uh, they no longer have the. So you can fight a Blood Raiders in the in the north somewhere. That doesn't make much sense. But yeah, it doesn't make much sense. But I think they did it to distribute. Yeah, to distribute the uh, so that not people who colonized the south would get all the Molochs and people who colonized the north would get all the 
Komodos. And so I guess they are random all over Nullsec, which uh, I guess makes sense. But uh, so this was um, a Komodo. Uh, so this is the Satya that went down, it looks like. But uh, the important thing here is that it dropped... And you need a freighter to carry it, but it dropped a Komodo blueprint. So here's the freighter from Fraternity. And here's the Cayman and the, which is a Dreadnought and the Komodo. But this freighter was destroyed. Obviously, we're looking at a kill mail. It was killed by the Initiative, I think. Yes, the Initiative killed it. That's frustrating, right? You're carrying priceless cargo and you die. Uh, and so somebody picked up the blueprints, this... Uh, Prowler, which is um, it's an industrial ship T2, allows you to cloak so you can hang around without being detected. And if an opportunity pops up, you decloak and you can, you know, grab loot that dropped, which is exactly probably what happened, actually. Um, and uh, he picked up the Komodo. I believe this is piloted by Cable, who does this sort of thing all the time. But he was destroyed as well, and he was destroyed by Fraternity. So... Fraternity kills them, they kill the thief, but they also end up killing the blueprint at the same time, and nobody gets it. So, yeah. Goodbye, 250 billion isk. And the thing is, you don't get blueprint any, copy. You don't get anything for doing the work on here. This is uh, an experiment by CCP to say, here's some high-level, boss-level NPC game that you could do with your friends. You take on a Satio. The Satio has artificial intelligence and all these NPCs, they basically match you and try to defeat you and it's tough. But you don't get to farm those. They put all the winnings into these priceless drops and there's only a couple per, if any. And so uh, what this group did here in Fraternity is a lot of work and no payoff, which sucks. That was one of the things that was uh, designed by them was to have just a super lucrative payoff that people would fight over. And that's this situation is exactly what CCP wanted, people fighting over that loot drop. Okay. So let's jump back up here. Rocket X gives a Wrecking Crew Coalition update in Town Hall. Uh, he answers some questions from coalition members. I did hear part of it. I didn't. Um, part of it was released, I think, by Snuff. So it was probably meant to embarrass. Uh, yeah, Paiwanto uh, released us notes that he took of that portion. I don't think he said anything that was an outright lie, but he definitely wanted to present his way of summarizing. It was done in in a way that to make RC look incompetent. That's my impression. Yeah, I think As I, I was one of the, I listened to it while I was live. You heard the whole thing. What was the big takeaway? Yeah. Remember Rocky well, crew has just suffered a series of defeats. Yeah. And especially that one in Amamaki at last Tuesday. So what, what did he say? What's the big takeaway? Well, they're, uh, Trump, I'm not sure if there's any particular big takeaway. It's just that he did a a thing where he answered a lot of questions. Okay. So it's just answering questions. There is a corporation that has left Wrecking Crew, right? Yeah, there there was a corporation that uh left Dreadbomb uh 
And then, uh, well, on their way out, they spam pinged RC Discord to annoy everyone in there. Well, that's classy. Guess they're not coming back. All right. So I was wondering what Rocket X was going to say to everybody in the uh, coalition. And um, I was even well, wondering. Ba- yeah, basically, they're, they're working on reco- recovering and that they think they'll manage to uh, recover pretty well. And, but there's, in my opinion, Wrecking Crew is still adjusting to be, having become the size that they've grown to. Which they're run by competent people, but they're competent people who are who spent years doing something a, a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there was some worry there that they weren't going to survive because they've been suffering a defeat after defeat, and the third one was supposed to be a morale. Um, mission ended up being the going the wrong way so that's just a a double whammy there okay going to this next story horde vanguard destroys imperium keepstar in tenerifus yeah that was interesting yeah what's it doing in tenerifus well uh siberian squads uh when they left uh dead coalition and joined legacy test gave them a keepstar in in Tenerifus, which it w- became their staging structure. So when they left a legacy, they left that Keepstar there. So then obviously when they joined the Imperium, it became an Imperium Keepstar. All right, so it's, it's a part of the side-switching that happened. Um... And then, yeah, this one was... Uh, so this is a different one. Yeah, they okay. this one had they had unanchored it and they had, had they had unanchored a keep star. Yeah. So Horde Wait, who, Vanguard. Who is they? Who is they? A Siberian squad. Okay. Horde Vanguard has over the past year uh disrupted a couple of different uh keep star unanchorings. Like one of the two keep stars in Delve that got unanchored they uh, killed the freighter that picked it up and uh, they did the same thing in pure blind last year. So they did, they did it again. This time they used one of their freighters to pick up the keep star. <laughs> and then uh, they, uh, since they didn't have enough people around to uh, hold the grid on f- on this uh, uh, with the Deepwater Hooligans fleet that was covering the unanchoring, they just uh, killed the freighter and then destroyed the freighter wreck. Oh, I see. Okay, so uh, Deepwater Hooligans, who are still in Tenerifus, that area, because they're the ones that are taken out, I think they're taking out a lot of legacy space or were, so they probably were hired by Siberian squad to take this Keepstar down uh, and to protect it, but Horde managed to snag it? Yes. Okay, but Horde got destroyed in the process, so Keepstar... Yeah, they sacrificed a few Dreadnoughts and a freighter uh, to ensure that 
this keep star couldn't be extracted. Yeah, I, and, but I heard they did recover. It's, uh, the hooligans recovered the core. Uh, yeah, the core and the fit, but not the keep star itself. Yeah. All right. Well, it's that core an interesting is interesting way to have a keep star go poop. Yeah, the core is not nothing, but um... <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have the keep star. Yeah, I think it's like forty billion. All right. So that was in Tenerifus. Now, this is the big news from over the weekend. Uh, it is Monday today, but uh, yesterday caps a weekend of four Keepstars being killed. Some other structures were destroyed in Delve. One of the Keepstars did not generate a kill mail. That's the second time this conflict that's happened. And, Dune, and the Doom Clock suggests that three more will be reinforced this week in order to get weekend kill mails again. If this happens, by the way... Last The weekend before last was six keep stars in one weekend. This last weekend was four keep stars. And next weekend looks like three more if everything goes as planned. That's 13 keep stars uh, in three weeks, really mostly on weekends. That's an astounding destruction rate because these things have, of course, a lot of timers. They have damage caps. Everything takes time. So it's... Um, they're just moving at a fast clip in Delve right now, just demoing the place. A lot of Satios as well in the last seven days. Fortizars. Just a lot of destruction going on. And all around, actually. So, so the countdown here, this means... Oops, let's see. Right, so these are the three. Yep. I should go down on the weekend. I only see two. This is oh, that's when they were reinforced. No, there's only two here, not three. Now nine days midweek next week. Yeah, so it's, these two are weekends. Yep. The PS nine four. I recognize that system. I think we were just there. I was there earlier today, uh, shooting some structures. Good for you. Yeah, that is. Something just happened there. It was uh, Satio, I think, that went down. It was very expensive. Well, anyway, this whole area is just uh, getting worked. Oh, Khan's here. What's up, Khan? Hey, what's up, man? Oh, hi, Khan. Uh, all right, so I think that's our news. Let's see. Four Keepstars, Horde uh, capturing and losing a Keepstar. Uh, Goon Swarm losing capitals, super capitals. And there you go. Khan, how are you doing? Um, I'm well. How are you, Metron? Good. I'm not sure I can hear you very well. Let me see how you're registering. Oh, look at you. You're on cam. What's up? Nothing um, much. Am I coming in loud and clear? You're a little quiet, but not I'll really. turn you up. You wanted to talk about mining at some point. Are you ready to do that, or do you want to do it a different day? Um, we were planning on... Are we live right now? Oh, yeah, we're yeah. live, in case you don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. This is awkward. Um, just getting home from work. Um, but, yeah, so just a you know quick little plug here. Um, we were talking about setting up a mining show for Sundays. Um, so that's when I was planning on doing something. But I can kind of give you... A little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a um, taste of what I'm interested in. You know, kind of going over. Um, basically, 
I wanted to do like a kind of um, brief description of all the different types of mining ships that you can expect to fly in high sec and what my biased opinion on each fitting would be useful for. Like say for example, there's a there's two different types of coveter fits that I like to use. Don't usually use them, but they're useful in certain situations. One is fitted with uh, this is max yield basically. One would be fitted with um, mining um, mining upgrades, and then in the mid slot they would have navigation computers. And basically, it would only be fitted for just max mining yield, mining drones, um, you know, mining rigs all that jazz. And then I have one for kind of like a semi mid tank where it's bulkhead damage control um, and tank in the shield slots. And just, you know, things like that, go over different orca fittings, just to kind of make it kind of a relaxed stream and too serious. Yeah. Your, your hand's right by your camera, so I feel like I'm your mouse. <laughs> well, I unfortunately didn't have enough time to get um, my proper That's your laptop, camera. probably, yeah. I recognize so this that. is actually my phone actually oh you're on I'll your phone, phone. Huh. yeah wow well yeah we're looking forward to that so we'll we'll go over some mining fits some options for miners uh and that sort of thing uh and then we may actually do a series of these shows to get people more acquainted with harvesting and some good techniques on on how to do that sort of thing do you do any gas huffing by any chance <laughs> i do not unfortunately yeah. not, not your thing okay yeah well, we'll figure that out. We'll have uh, some some mining advice uh, from Khan here. Khan is from Damfam, uh, which is a group in Hamatar, actually near Rens. Yep, uh, that's correct. Yeah. By the way, uh, these changes look like they may drop tomorrow. I mean, Tuesday is usually when patch day is, and uh, we think was it tomorrow the thirteenth? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we and we think the hunt is ending tomorrow, so they may actually give us some blueprints for those reactions that are going to be necessary. The new, brand new reactions. And I was hearing that the t what they were going to talk that talk about with T two production was going to be later in the month. So if you want two weeks between them, that would have to be tomorrow and two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah, I mean they may adjust plans. They didn't say that. Officially, that was, I think, something that came out of CCP's stream. Uh, one of the players said that, but I'm not sure that was a official announcement. So we'll see. Their, their timeline to me is a little confusing, but I thought they were going to do it in two stages. And so we expect the middle of April will be the first stage and then the end of April will be the next stage. That, that's kind of what we're going with, but we, we don't know. It could, they could just delay for, for all we know. All right. Uh, was there anything else? I want to do a quick peek. Let me bring back up the screen. There was something that I um, I didn't know if this came up, but there was a little bit of a skirmish in Lama. Uh, Where? Two days ago in Lama. Uh, Lama, Lama, okay. Lama. Lama. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. Here um, I think it was a abandoned um, Astros. Uh, dock workers uh, killed it, and uh, just to kind of give you a brief description, the, to the loss amount was about $3.9 billion, and um, how about this? Uh, are you able to pull up uh, Lamar on your, there you go. Yeah. Just on pull the, it up on the kill. Uh, on the kill board? Yes. 
Well, actually, I can probably go through the map to do that. Let's see. Here's Lama. Uh, well, I wanted I wanted to go over the the lost smell of the structure and then kind of explain um, what exactly happened afterwards, to so everybody can kind of get a perspective on it. I'm looking at the kill mails from that system now. So it should be a few days ago for a corporation called Skidmit or something like that. Killed by dock workers. I'll, Why are you looking at it? I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. Yeah, I'll open it up in the actual Z kill board if I can. I just, there's so many things are dying, little things dying in the system that it'll take me a while to find it that way. Well, but there's a reason for that. So okay. all these ships <laughs> that had ejected from the uh, hangars. Um, so, so let me back 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 up. So the thing that happened after the uh, structure was killed was that dock workers had came in, the Amarians came in, and a whole bunch of random locals had all came to basically steal all the loot that was dropping from the structure. And while they were doing that, um, you had people like dock workers actually killing the people that were grabbing ships and stealing the loot from the um, from the cans because you know how to. Uh, just in case nobody understands, what happens with abandoned structures is uh, not only do you get the major hangar loss mail from the structure, but you also get all of the loot that was left from whoever had left items there. After the structure was killed, there was just a lot of shenanigans that was happening. Uh, people were stealing the loot. Uh, pirates were obviously killing the ships that were ejecting just to get easy uh, kill mails. And then you had you know, the pirates also fighting with the, within themselves. Um, malicious minerals were fighting uh, some people out there. Dock workers were there. I think the Amarians also showed up with their own fleet as well. So it was just a lot of chaos. It was kind of interesting. Um, I know personally I had gained about, you know, 900 million worth of loot. So basically from unfitted ships and some fitted ships. My coolest one that I had gotten was a uh, faction fitted garment that I've never actually had before. So <laughs> that was cool. Um, I think somebody also said there was a jump freighter that had got out too um which was also pretty cool uh, but basically it was just a lot of fun you know the structure was dead um people got to go just uh you know enjoy the low sex uh uh free loot if you will yeah giant pinata all the kids jumped in exactly yeah well that's cool all right uh anything else that we want to go over before we take off yeah, if we should put this in the show link. This is a fun kill mail to go look at. Uh, if you this is on the tenth, I just want a quick comment because if you were to scroll back a few pages, um, if you go uh, to that system and then you just scroll back a few pages to the tenth, uh, then you can see where all the loot dropped. And this it's all under Schneck, and it is pages and pages of ships um, where it's just uh kills after kills um and because the the ship because it dropped all the all the the stuff yeah oh, right there defender are. so like yeah condor yeah. corner all the same guy all and, and i i scrolled through four pages of this wow <laughs> it's incredible it's incredible so if you ever want to know what happens this is a great example of of what happens uh you know if you have just uh stuff sitting on uh i guess what is this this is it's completed, but it hasn't been put into a um, a player's hangar or a corp hangar for uh, asset safety, correct? I think that's how this works. Correct. Yeah, when it's abandoned, right. it doesn't go into asset safety. Just, right. Just 
So this is one guy, it looks like. Oh, no, it gets attributed to – this is – I think this is uh, – Schneck is the owner of the Astro House, and I suspect okay. Defender 90, if I dug in, he is the uh, executor of Schneck, I think. And so it gets all attributed to him. That makes sense. Yeah. So his poor kill board yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just took an ass kicking. Yeah. Way to destroy yeah. the yeah. So if you, you know, I just bring that up because, you know, sometimes people aren't quite sure, uh, or these are these fascinating little quirks of the game when, when this happens, uh, how the mechanics of the Citadels work is a great example of what happens when you have, when all these jobs are happening and no one is gone and, and collected them or finished them, or they're finished, but they haven't collected them. And the, the, the structure gets abandoned and like, Holy loot pinata, loot fairy showed up that day in spades, big time. So, anyways, uh, fun killed. I'm yeah. glad you brought that. I enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah, you were there, or did you hear about it? How'd you How'd you get associated with? Well, it? Um, it's funny actually how it turned out. So, um, UK and well, Danfem and UK were basically in Boxburger trying to reinforce and, and another Amari structure, which I think this corporation is kind of like tied to them in a way. Um, obviously, the Amari came in with a superior fleet that we weren't able to defend it or, you know, counter it. And it just so happened that somebody was like, oh, dock workers are in Lamar. Like, I wonder what they're up to. And then we went to the structure and we found out, oh, it's abandoned. <laughs> so one of our guys went out there like, oh, they're actually going to kill it. So we all rushed over there and we were sitting cloaked and stuff. And then after, and this is actually funny, I had, uh, I had died. I had lost a uh, covert ops caller. I was trying to like sneak up to it. Like I said too early and I ended up dying and like, had to fly back. But we basically, we just, we just, we just heard about it luckily and we went over there and, you know, yeah, it turned into a, uh, a complete, utter mess afterwards. Yeah. But it was very yeah. fun. Very fun. Four pages of destruction. Yeah, so I'm even learning here. Yeah, it, the 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 CEO, by the way, is not that the Defender ninety. So maybe he's. I don't know how that gets attributed to that poor guy, but oh, I, never, I looked at his kill board. It's just he's fifty fifty now. It's, it's just a mess of red. <laughs> he was like ninety eight percent efficient until today. probably <laughs> probably was. Another funny thing that had happened too that I'm kind of. Um, talk and I'll shut up about. Um, one of the FCs in uh, Ushra Khan, Harkon Torsen, uh, he actually had like 10 Reapers that were not there. And um, it was funny, and so he was like, uh, Harkon Torsen's lost mail, Harkon Torsen's lost mail. He did that like eight times, and he, we had basically found out that people were just ejecting all of the ships into space, just trying to like board them and run. And he was just losing his reapers over again because people were just looking for free kills. He's like, thanks, guys. <laughs> we chose. <laughs> so he, he obviously, what I'm basically saying is he obviously took 10 lost mills for his for reapers that he didn't even, like, use. He just had them left there and abandoned there in that structure. That was pretty funny. Yeah. All right. Wild. All right, uh, we got to go before the internet crashes again. Uh, but we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, maybe it's a patch day, maybe it's not. But uh, we, we do know the hunt ends tomorrow, so get your last day of hunting in. All right, uh, Khan, thanks for bringing those stories. Really appreciate it. Uh, Run, Dylan, Gregorian, thanks for hanging out, giving us some information. We will see you guys next time on Talking In Stations.